Hey everybody and welcome back to the Build With Bickle podcast. I am Ian Bickle, of course your host and maybe one day your coach. Um, you know, if you're interested, get on the website, send us a message. I would love to help you. But for now, let's get into today's subject. So that is going to be whether or not you should or shouldn't track calories or no calories in versus calories out. And first and foremost, tracking calories isn't the same as calories in versus calories out. Calories in versus calories out is the laws of thermodynamics. Uh, You know, energy cannot be destroyed. It can just only transform. Something like that. Probably butchered that. Uh, Scientists are listening going, oh God, Ian, it's not quite right. But you know what I mean. Um, So because people track calories, they automatically assume, firstly, that they're doing it accurately, which they're not. Now, I'm amazing at tracking calories i don't track my calories at the moment but when i do i use it as a tool because um i love data i'm an objective geek um so i love seeing numbers for example when i uh, go into a caloric deficit i do daily wins i track my food you know i enjoy the process of that and that gives me um enjoyment as i said 14 times there um and it doesn't for a lot of people. A lot of people, it creates more anxiety around nutrition, uh, but a lot of people can't kind of comprehend how you can lose weight without tracking calories. And tracking calories is a form of regulating calories. We can regulate calories in many different ways, and that's one of the most important things. That is the most important thing when it comes to fat loss, weight management, is regulating calories. So, Typically, if we start someone with a framework and they stick to that framework and if they gain weight or don't lose weight, we can always kind of remove calories from that framework. And it's not a meal plan, you know, and it doesn't have to be super rigid and strict because that's kind of uh, as well as maybe people getting those feelings around tracking calories. That generally, for the most part with people, is a too rigid and often ends up with negative long-term results because they don't know how to control their emotions around food and this is what it really comes down to control so i do have clients that count their calories track their calories and i have clients that don't but um what generally i've seen is people suck at counting calories and they are overly perfectionistic with it and with the clients I work with I teach them how to track calories in a responsible manner and to allow flexibility within tracking calories and what I try and do as a nutritionist is give people different tools to use at different times and good nutrition is context dependent so given the situation that an individual is in they can choose to use this given tool to help support um our long-term goals which is usually within fat loss adherence to a caloric deficit now if we are looking at the acute what we're doing now it really doesn't matter we need to take a big old step back and just see what's happening over the the big picture the grand scheme of things okay so there will be moments when you are overeating but there will be moments when you are under eating and it's one versus the other what are you doing more of and if you are eating less of the grand scheme of things than you are air burning then you are going to tap into those fat stores 
Um, but going back to obviously going back to tracking calories, um, as I mentioned, I enjoy it. Um, but if I wanted to just chip away a little bit of body fat, I kind of am a very structured person. And this is what we want to do if anybody is tracking calories or not, is create structure. So if my fitness pal or whatever app they're using to track their calories went down, it doesn't mean they've relooked relinquished all control and my fitness pal and all these apps just give the illusion of control and you have control you can still eat the same foods without needing to know how many macronutrients and how many calories is in it um because it's going to be more or less consistency that shines through over the long term so for me i'm like right i have got a history of tracking calories i know what a portion size looks like i know what protein looks like now tracking calories in the short term is a good idea for people just to get like a a little bit of an idea of what's in food and put a numerical value to what they're consuming and quite a lot of people are surprised when it comes to them tracking their food they'll go oh i thought i only ate a little bit but I started tracking my calories and I realized there's a lot of calories in those things that we're eating. Also, um, I talk about using my fitness pal, all of these apps, as just keeping a journal. It's a food journal. We're not tracking calories. We're just keeping a log. Now, we can use pen and paper. And usually just the the, the act of doing this um creates more mindfulness around food and people automatically stop the kind of mindless eating that they usually do. Now, a lot of our habits and behaviors are subconsciously driven. So what ends up happening is people are just eating mindlessly and these calories are coming from nowhere. Um, When people start putting it, writing it down or putting it in an app, all of a sudden they are hyper aware of what they're consuming and they are, you know, the some people even say, oh, you know, if I eat that, I've got to put it in the app and I can't be asked to put it in the app. But then going beyond this and learning to operate outside of the confines of my fitness pal. So I'll adopt personally when I'm dieting, but um, towards the latter ends of dieting, when I'm going to kind of Shredsville, which is an extreme in itself, I will just, um, I will be a little bit more measured. And that's what I'll kind of like get across to people. When people have a significant amount of body fat to lose, usually their margins are somewhat massive. But when uh, they get leaner and leaner and leaner, their margins are shorter, smaller and smaller. Now, when I'm towards the end of the latter stages, that is the end, the latter stages of a, a photo shoot or a bodybuilding prep, my margins are so fine, okay? The room for error is huge. Um, but unfortunately, people just start a general diet with this kind of mindset that their margins are tiny. So when it actually comes to them, um, what happens is they get the impression that they failed and the margins are huge, but they've kind of, they've made them small in their head. So they give themselves no wiggle room. And I'll jokingly say to people, listen, like my diet at the end of a prep is less extreme at the start of your process. So for me, it's just like, relax. These are, 
This is how much flexibility you have. This is what you can do and still strive towards your goals. But unfortunately, the health, the fitness industry, uh, the nutrition industry has led people to believe that you don't have any wiggle room. Now, when people, the reason I like tracking is because I feel like I can do what I want within the constraints of a caloric deficit. So I can eat what I want. That doesn't necessarily, I mean I do those behaviors but simply having the option there gives me that psychological reprieve I've got a background of being a bro bodybuilder chicken rice and broccoli you don't want that life trust me and so when I have my caloric goals I realize listen these are the options that I can have this is how I can distribute my calories across a day across a week and this is how I can look forward to things and actually enjoy food and that's absolutely fine and really now that I'm just living a life of maintenance I still apply that uh, that kind of ideal to my nutrition and the diet that I'm eating right now is sustaining an 89 to 90 kilos individual um, and that's fine and if I want to lose a bit of body fat all I'll do is just eat a little bit less of what I'm already eating I don't need to go to tracking calories I don't need to start eating clean my diet is great right now and I am regulating a healthy body fat level a productive body fat level in which I can train hard I can recover well I've got energy to play with my son and do day-to-day things and I'm not uh, consumed by food and sometimes tracking calories creates this for people they are just you know tightly wound and for me I want to make the process easier with clients so if they can just um, go about their day and not be obsessed with food yes I still want them to be organized I still want them to think ahead um, because we can't just a lot of people can't just wing it until they are highly skilled in um, tracking um, and um, with their nutrition so they may have to sit down and plan out their meals they may have to do a shopping list but over time as these become more practiced and easier and easier it just happens quicker and quicker and they don't even have to think about it so yeah is tracking good or bad I mean it depends and also just because you've had one bad experience with tracking it could be that you just did it wrong and that's it and uh, there isn't anything really fundamentally wrong with tracking calories it's generally the individual that is doing it is doing it inappropriately or maybe think they're operating in these tight margins and it surely doesn't help that the likes of my fitness pal almost tries to coach people so it tells them hey you're low on vitamin a and everybody's now like oh shit vitamin a what am i gonna do and it's like god like my fitness pal's database is a nightmare whoever put the initial uh like measurements in for whatever food in there must have been like blind or something or using their nose to input the data uh, because quite frankly it's a mess so with clients i teach them hey how can I track appropriately? How can I track well? I do have a, on the website, go have a look, actually a free uh, guide to how to use my fitness pal the way I use it when I diet for uh, bodybuilding, preps, photo shoots and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but quite often with people, 
calories and food and nutrition isn't the issue it's psychology it's behavior change the reason i'm so good at what i'm doing isn't necessarily the diet in itself it's the approach to the diet so what i'm trying to do with people is just yes with clients offer accountability offer support offer um help offer objectivity um, and be there to give them um some context to what they're doing because a lot of people left to their own devices don't know and they second guess every decision my job as a coach to, is to give people confidence and i think the likes of my fitness pal takes that autonomy away it's a phone app it isn't a person it isn't a human and there is all of these apps out there that people are bringing out and yes if people are going into them from a kind of holistic point of view they can be good because they have that objectivity and rationale and decision making for themselves whereas like if you let your life be lived through an app it's probably not the healthiest thing so yes no is the answer it depends uh, it's nothing is black and white we need to uh, understand that and ultimately if if you are finding you are getting negative kind of thoughts and feelings about anything about your diet and it's creating anxiety maybe it's just time to reach out or maybe it's just time to put the brakes on and just really think about what you're doing think about your goals and ask yourself is this way a way to live am i going to be able to say sustain my long-term results off the back of what i'm doing and for a lot of people the answer is no um, because if you have to if your diet is totally dependent on willpower and being motivated there will be times i'm guaranteeing it when willpower will be low motivation will be low and it's then what do you rely on after that and the answer is habits and behaviors um, and i'm human and i go through shit um, but it's not relying on um though like i said motivation and willpower to sustain my health um, and being able to manage emotional health also uh, responsibly so as a coach that's what i kind of do with people and this podcast is a great platform for people to get to know what i'm about and what i do so hopefully coming up to 15 minutes now that's the that's the longest daily scoop and i probably will be talking about this subject um a lot more in uh, down the line on you know how to track appropriate and how to think given in given situations but for today that's going to be it if you enjoyed this episode go ahead and leave a five star rate and share it in your stories and tag me in it if you've got any questions or if you enjoyed it just send us an email at ian at buildwithbickle.com share it amongst your friends and family people that you know that are maybe struggling with their nutrition and tell them to subscribe because for first and foremost i just want to help people i love helping people i love helping my clients and if one day i can do this all for free i will um but we gotta we gotta pay the piper anyway have an awesome day hope you enjoyed it and i will speak to you soon